Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everyone. This time of the year, we begin lots of our faith formation programs, and one of those key ones is the RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults, which got changed to another term, OCIA, which is the Order of Christian Initiation for Adults, but it just doesn't sound like it alliterates, so we'll just, for the time being, call it the RCIA. And every year, as I participate myself in this, the stories that come forth that have moved these individuals are stunning. The stories range from someone who was baptized Catholic but never really practiced, to possibly someone who, from another Christian tradition, after studying history and the scriptures, came to the conclusion that the Catholic faith is where they needed to be. There's those who come from pagan backgrounds with the worship of many gods. And those who have no religious background whatsoever. For some, this change of faith has brought trials and obstacles, sometimes from close friends and family or co-workers. Just listening to their stories is amazing. How many of you here have been involved in the RCIA, either going through it, been a sponsor, teaching it, and anybody here that's been anywhere involved? Excellent. You know, as a cradle Catholic, I cannot even imagine changing faith traditions. And that's what blows my mind. That here we have people that come seeking from wherever they're coming from. And they choose to seek out the Catholic faith. They're open to the Holy Spirit. And they have turned their lives around in some way or another. Or they refocus things. And that just blows my socks off because I feel very planted and yet... They feel the need to move. It's not uncommon to hear the sharing from them that they may have found themselves living for themselves and by the grace of God or some experiences in life, they have chosen to live, to try God and try to live for him instead. For all these adults that go through RCIA, this vision for them can feel like they're starting to come to the game late. And they'd been great company with a saint called St. Augustine. In his autobiography called The Confessions, he writes this. And this is a huge, uh, wonderful historical text we today will hear, but also we'll have it sung for the preparation of gifts. Ken Canedo, our, our very own Ken Canedo, has taken this text and condensed it into a piece of music for meditation. So St. Augustine was a wild, scrappy guy. And let's just say he had a big conversion from quite great debauchery to incredible holiness. He writes this, Late have I loved you, beauty so old and so new. Late have I loved you. And see, you were within, and I was in the external world and sought you there. And in my unlovely state, I plunged into those lovely things, created things which you made. You were with me, and I was not with you. The lovely things kept me far from you. Though if they did not have their existence in you, they had no existence at all. You called and cried out loud and shattered my deafness. You were radiant and resplendent. 
You put to, to, put to flight my blindness. You were fragrant, and I drew in my breath, and now pant after you. I tasted you, and I feel but hunger and thirst for you. You touched me, and I am set on fire to attain the peace which is yours. I'm like, wow, huh? Whew. People that have great experiences of conversion might resonate with that greater than others. My friends, so many people are seeking out God in places that hint at him, but sadly are not him. Thus, these things cannot satisfy them and fulfill those deepest longings because they can't. They were never meant to. This is true for many in the RCIA, but it's also true for us cradle Catholics like myself and all the clergy. All of us, if we are honest seekers, we struggle and often say no to various ways that we've been called. Even if it's just loving the person in front of us, we often will fail. See, what we need, what I need, what we all need, is conversion. Conversion. Many of us are faithfully dedicated to Christ's church. It's awesome. It's wonderful. We may even say that we agree with everything she teaches. But we must be honest. Such a statement is awesome as well, but it's very hard to live. See, Christ said many difficult things. If we read the scriptures, you must be convinced of this because he says things that are very difficult. Today was one of those He's intending to discomfort us pew potatoes. He wants to make us squirm so that we can be shaken out of our lethargy. St. Paul challenges readers to something very challenging as well. That he says this, take on the attitude of Christ. Well, what's that? What is Christ's attitude? Do, have I had Christ's attitude? Listen again. He asks us to be of the same mind. St. Paul, to be of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing. I ask you, with whom are we like that, right? Are you like that with your spouse? Do you always think this one thing? Are you always united in heart? Are you always united in mind? Well, it's my experience a little bit from the outside, obviously. But the answer to that question is, no, we're not always united in this way. So this calling to be one of heart and mind as a community of faith is very difficult. In fact, it requires supernatural grace. So if we, again, we take this stuff seriously, we must admit this is hard. But don't worry. Stay open to the Holy Spirit. Stay open and seek the Lord. He can change that antagonism, that inner rebellion, or that angst so that you might assent, accept, and have joy. See, we can't know everything. And there is no pop quiz about trigonometry or the catechism of the Catholic Church when we arrive at the pearly gates. Rather, Jesus simply invites us to enter and asks the question about whether we had a deep, abiding relationship with him. And did we share that with others? Did we feed the hungry clothe the naked. It doesn't matter how late you've come to this game. God's church, like a ballpark, 
is inviting each of us to enter into a deeper encounter with him. Such an invitation will require change about something in your mind or in your heart or in your lifestyle. See, we don't come here and say, I'm going to make the church what I want it to be. But actually, we need to conform to Christ himself. It's the other way around. But take comfort. Take comfort. We're not alone. We're here together. And we're all on this journey, this pilgrimage. And he is our shepherd. So let him change your mind. Let him open your heart to the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. If you are in or have been in the RCIA or you are still seeking this out, I want to thank you for your witness to me. Again, every time I start the RCIA with a group, it just blows my mind, blows my socks off. And many of you can say, like St. Augustine, whether we're in the RCIA or not, late have I loved you because our Lord is wooing us and we finally are approaching him. For those in our community who are still seeking him, who are struggling with difficulties, know that your past does not define you and your future still awaits. Remember the son in today's gospel who changed his mind? You can do the same. I can do the same. We can do the same. Even if it is late, Join us, a community of seekers. Late it may be in your life or my life to recognize God's mercies that he's shown us. But while we're in this world, it's never too late. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.